Welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car every week to answer a parent's question about sex. We are all in the business of raising a confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And the question for this week is, so my husband thinks it's my job to have this talk with my boy. Our son is 12. We've both been avoiding it. We pretend we live in a world where sex, etc. doesn't exist. Should we both be having these talks with our son? So this is a great question. Should we both be having these talks with our son? Here's the thing. Each parent is a human. You might not think it sometimes when we hear about the way parent parents are meant to be, what our culture says parents are meant to be, because um, a lot of the times the things you hear on the news, it's the parents' responsibility to um, make sure we raise kids to be fine, upstanding citizens who don't lie and don't masturbate and don't look at porn and all these different things, right? That's a huge responsibility, but we are all only human and we all have things in our past that mean we may not be capable of doing any of those parenting tasks. And talking about sexuality, puberty, bodies, how babies are made, all that stuff, is dependent on what our personal skills are. So here's the thing. Depending on what the skills your co-parent has, or in this case, I think she's talking about a husband, um, it may be that you need to sort of have a cards on the table talk with each other and just say, look, I don't have the skills to do this. I am super embarrassed. Um, how do you feel about it? Now, he might feel the same way. So then you need to have a little think about, well, what are you going to do? Do you care enough about these conversations? Do you think they're important enough for your son that you're willing to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit? And if the answer to that is yes, you are, then it doesn't mean you have to push yourself into the, into the wilderness of just like making yourself feel horrible every time you have to have a conversation like this. It's more about being kind to yourself and noticing that it's really hard and finding tiny, tiny little steps or tiny pieces of information that can slowly move this forward. So to answer the question, um, just because you have a son doesn't mean it's um, the male parent's responsibility or the female parent's responsibility or both people's responsibility. But, you know, young people do benefit from a wide variety of information and approaches to all sorts of conversations. Think about it if it was sport, right? Let's say your kid is really interested in lacrosse and you only play camogie and uh, your spouse only plays rugby. What are you going to do about that? If your son is interested in lacrosse, will you just avoid talking about camogie and avoid talking about rugby? Maybe, but it's possible that you might find um, sort of more diverse conversations to have about sport in general. Or um, you may make an effort to find someone in your wider friendship circle or make um, relationships in the lacrosse club that your son attends so that you can meet him in his own interest. So think about that for a minute. Our child has a particular interest and we don't share it as parents. We have a choice. 
do we want to meet our child where they are at and have a go at um, learning about their world so that in the future we can participate in that part of our li their life? Or do we not want to do that and go on with our sporting endeavors and interact with them in a more general way? The parallel is this. Sometimes we do parts of our parenting because they come naturally to us. So it makes sense. Maybe that for you is cooking nutritious meals. You can do it without effort. But some parts of our parenting need effort. It, once we acknowledge that our child needs a particular thing from us, maybe that's an engagement in sensitive conversations, we then make the effort for the sake of our kid. And I would suggest maybe it's for the sake of ourselves too. Because if we know that kids benefit from an ongoing dialogue that is open and positive with an adult they trust, if we know kids benefit from that, and we do know that from the research, then we are more likely to be willing to push ourselves just a little bit to give them what they need. Because we know down the track, if our kid is happy, we're happy. So it's actually pretty selfish act we're doing. I'm going to make the effort to talk to you about sexuality, relationships, puberty, bodies, consent, all that stuff, because I know in the future I'm going to have an easier life because I will see you happy, healthy with the skills you need to maintain a supportive, loving relationship and I will feel glad. So think about it like that. How are we finding a way to have these conversations with our kids for purely selfish reasons because we know 20 years down the track we are going to be glad we did. At the end of the day whoever finds it easier to do, whoever has the confidence and the courage to give this a little go, that's the parent that can start this off and there may be one parent in your parenting posse who is just slightly more able or slightly more courageous or slightly more willing to embrace the suck, to embrace the awkward and to get these conversations going. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a parent's question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.